Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. So today, I really want to talk about the decision that was made by me to have this surgery. I want to talk about the things that it took to get me to that point and the things that led me to that decision. To be perfectly frank with you, it was about 20 years of things piled up upon one another to get me to that point. So, where do we begin? So, I grew up in a very strict household uh, with two very fit parents and family lineage on both sides of obesity. That, I think, really scared my parents. And up until the age of 17 or 18, I was fairly fit. Around 18, I weighed 180 pounds. I was, I'm five foot nine, and that was like a little overweight, but it was kind of okay. You know, my family would still say little things to me like, oh, you, you know, you gotta lose another 20 pounds and then you'll be great. Suck in that stomach. Get into the habit of sucking in that stomach. Don't eat so much. You know, then you go to grandma's house and she puts rice on your plate and she puts kebab on your plate and you eat the kebab and she puts more kebab. You eat the rice, she puts more rice. It's a very confusing time. (laughs) But the household itself was very strict. No real junk food, no sweets. And everything was very controlled. So I, I even remember as a kid riding my bike down to the donut shop and getting a donut and riding around the city of La Habra eating this donut in secret. Well, at the age of 18, being 180 pounds, my weight gain was about 10 pounds a year after that. So the easiest way to remember how much I weighed was to multiply my age by 10. Or... Add a zero to the end of my age, and that's my weight. So if I was 18, I weighed 180. At 19, I was 190. At 20, I was 200. At 30, I was 300. And now that I'm 40, I'm 400. And this isn't common knowledge in my family. Nobody knows that I'm 400 pounds. Nobody even guesses, even outside of my family, that I weigh 400 pounds. Most people probably guess I weigh around 250, at most 300. Most people don't know what 400 pounds looks like even, but I do. And I feel it. I feel this weight. 
I feel it on my knees and on my back. I feel it in my shoulders. I feel it every time I have to stand up. I especially feel it every time I have to sit down. Not because I'm tired, but because if I go to somebody's house and they have plastic chairs outside, I can't sit comfortably. Even my parents that have regular chairs, the fabric on those chairs I don't trust. So I bring out the wooden dining room table chair to sit on when we're all sitting outside. Or I sit on a stool that I know will support me. It's embarrassing, but these are the things you do as a morbidly obese person who's trying to still be a part of the conversation and a part of the group. So I've been obese for 20 years, and it's been one diet after another after another. When people ask me, you know, do you, have you tried any diets? What have you done to lose weight? You know, doctors will ask me all the time, what have you done to lose weight? You name it. Doc, I've done it. I've tried it. Atkins, SoCal, the Long Beach diet, low-carb diet. I've tried the keto diet. I did vegetarian diet. None of these diets do anything for me. I, I lose weight. And Another thing people say all the time, is losing weight difficult? No, not at all. Losing weight is very easy. I've lost a lot of weight. I mean, I've gained it all back. Plus the tax, as my grandfather puts it, I've tried a myriad of diets and groups. I've tried Weight Watchers, Noom Fitness. That was like, here's a personal coach. I did My Fitness Pal, these different apps. I've done the this other healthcare one. I did a Kaiser program for a little while. And none of it sticks. None of it continues to work. And the, the one common denominator in all of this is me. I can't blame my parents for having a strict household. I can't blame Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or Atkins for my weight gain. It's all me. I've lived this life. I've lived in this body. I've struggled through in this body. I've tried everything that I can And my wife and I were even on a reality show where I lost 70 pounds. I lost 70 pounds in a matter of three months on this reality show because all I ate was everything with low carb, nothing more than I think 15 grams of carbs a day, no sugars at all. And I worked out like once or twice a day, every single day and drank tons of water. I never felt healthier. I never felt weaker. I never felt skinnier. But ultimately, after the the reality show was over, and we weren't really taught those tools, and we couldn't afford the gym membership, and we couldn't afford that meal plan every week, then all the weight came back. And then some. You know, I tell people all the time, I know more than most personal trainers that you know. And the reason is, I've talked to personal trainers. I've also talked to nutritionists. I've also talked to doctors. I've also been in healthcare classes. I've also read up on a bunch of stuff myself. And 
the funnest part about being a fat person in society in general is that God save you if you show any inkling of wanting to lose weight because everyone comes out of the woodwork and gives you their special, super secret weight loss solution. Oh, you're trying to lose weight? Okay, here's what you do, okay? You got to get lentils, you got to get garbanzo beans, you got to get black beans, you got to get chia seed, you got to get flax seed, okay? You take all this, you boil it in chicken broth for three hours in the morning. First thing, you wake up, you start bubbling this up, okay? Then you add quinoa, then you add kale, then you add a little bit of spinach, you take it out immediately after it starts wilting. You crack an egg in it, you mix it all up, you strain the juice out, you store that for later because you're going to drink that throughout the week. But then the stock of it, that's the stock. And then the the meat of it, you're going to eat that out of a bowl, you're going to microwave it for two minutes, you're going to eat that for the whole week too. And that is all your calories and your protein that you need. Plus you got to take 17 different vitamins and minerals. It's a weight loss guarantee. Oh, that's so cool. Are you doing that? Oh, no. Mm -mm. No, but you're fat. Yeah, but I'm not as fat as you. So you got to keep doing that. That's been my whole life for 20 years. Family members, strangers, people at the gym just walking up to me and saying, hey, do you want to lose some weight? No. Why would I want to lose weight? I'm at a gym. Of course, I want to lose weight, but not from your recommendations. It drives me insane. But because of all of that knowledge that I've acquired and all the fact checking that I've had to do, I am more knowledgeable than most of the personal trainers that you talk to out there. And not just me, most morbidly obese people. And the bottom line is this isn't something that is an easy fix. It took me 20 years to get to this weight. And it may take me more time than that to get back down from this weight. And all the tools that I've used and every turn that I've made, the most helpful one has been anything to do with friends and support. I had a couple friends of mine pull me aside and say to me, we're worried about you. We love you. We only want the best for you. And we will help you any which way we can. If you need us to hold you accountable, we will. If you need us to leave you alone, we will. But we need you to know that you're in our hearts and you're on our minds and we love you and we want you to be healthy. That meant so much to me. And when I've had to call my friends and tell them about this surgery and tell them about this process that I'm going through here, their responses, their concerns about how are you feeling about this? What do you want to do ultimately? Have you planned this all out accordingly? And then, once they know that I've done my research, what can we do to help? How can we be there for you? And I gave them all the same answer. Look, man, my surgery date is December 3rd. I need you to send me memes, texts, funny images, funny videos, book recommendations, TV recommendations, I need to get my mind off of food and onto something different and I need to laugh and I need to rest and I need your help. And they were all on board. 100% yes, you got it. We're in your corner. We got you. 
It was the hardest phone call I've had to make because I don't like to ask my friends for anything. I don't like to feel like a burden on them, but it's something that I needed. Now, I I digressed a little from the original point, but ultimately, I got here through growing up in a strict household, feeling like I had to sneak food for years, trying a bunch of diets and failing, losing a ton of weight on a reality show, proving to myself that I could actually do it, and it wasn't beyond my capabilities, but then gaining all that weight back and realizing, again, that I was powerless against this. And even with all the knowledge that I do have, knowing that I can't help myself, and I need someone else to help me here. This surgery is not a catch-all, end-all, be-all. This is not a simple solution. This is a tool that can be used to change my life. Which brings us to why surgery at all. Well, I, I just got married about three years ago. And I've been talking to doctors for a while about my weight. And in the beginning, there was nothing wrong with me. I was just fat. Well, first I developed sleep apnea, then I developed lymphedema, and then I developed diabetes all in the last 10 years. And it was very scary to me that before this happened, I looked fat, I was fat, but on paper, I would kick your ass. I didn't have high cholesterol. I didn't have high blood pressure. I wasn't diabetic. I wasn't pre-diabetic. I didn't have anything wrong with my liver, with my kidneys, with my lungs, with my nothing. I ate what I wanted to eat. I smoked cigars like six times a year. I drank alcohol like a very little bit. And that was it. And that was my life. I didn't exercise. And I was just a fat guy. A healthy fat guy. And every turn of the way, the doctors were telling me, this is only for a limited time. You're going to start developing issues. No, doc. I'm 30. Everything's cool. I'm telling you, Mr. Karazi, you're going to develop some problems. They're going to catch up with you. Even my dad told me, you may look good on paper now, but in five years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to start having problems. I said, that's what everyone says, and then nothing happens. And then it all kind of hit. And it scared me a little because I'm starting to see even my blood pressure go up a little. So I'm already on pills for my diabetes. I'm already on a, on a CPAP machine for my sleep apnea. I was going to regular sessions for my lymphedema. Take another pill for your blood pressure. Take another pill for your cholesterol. Take another pill for your vitamin deficiency. Take another pill for your anemia you know i'm slowly turning into my grandparents with like this giant 28 packet morning afternoon evening and night pill pockets for seven days i'm 40 years old i can't be living like this and god knows what the rest of it has in store so the last two doctors before before these last two doctors so four doctors ago They started telling me, do you think you want to have surgery? I said, I'm not there yet. Okay, all right, we're just checking. Then the next doctor said the same thing. Mr. Karazi, have you thought about having surgery? I said, doc, I'm not there. 
I can lose this weight. I've done it before. I'm not that far gone. Don't give up on me. Okay. All right. Just checking. Then I had this doctor sit me down and he said to me, I ran some tests. I looked at your blood work. You're 40. I was 39 at the time. You're 39. I'm not going to tell you you're going to walk out of here and have a heart attack or you're going to have a blood clot or an aneurysm. That's unrealistic. What I am going to tell you is that you're going to walk out of here and I'll be surprised if you get to 60. Also, let's not forget those last couple years are going to suck. Now, bedside manner aside, I appreciated the honesty. I really did because most doctors are like, okay, fine, whatever you want, sir, no big deal. But this guy really meant it. And it scared the shit out of me. Because it was real. It was authentic. It was honest. And it was scary. We're talking about 20 more years of my life. I mean, aside from the fact that I, I means I don't get to retire. It means I have a terrible last couple of years. It means that all of this was for naught. I just met my wife. And you're telling me I only get 20 years with her? So I've been obese for 20 years. And now I'm going to be worse than I am. I can't even imagine being worse than I am now. And then I'm going to be that, that way and worse for the next 20 years and a burden on her. I can't. So I started doing the research. And I started looking. And I realized this is like my last hope. My lifeboat here. In this whole craziness of it all. I said, okay, I'm going to have surgery. Now, which surgery? There's three types of surgery. You could have lap band, which they take a kind of a ring and they pinch the entrance to your stomach a little bit and they put silicone around the ring that you have a port on your side and they can fill it and make it tighter or they can remove it and make it less tight and then the food will go into your stomach slower or faster, however you want. And that kind of, that's very undoable it's uh the least issues however i'm with kaiser and kaiser doesn't do that surgery so immediately that is removed okay so now i'm between gastric sleeve and a surgery called ruin y now i always joke that i would never have a surgery that had the word ruin in it however the Ruin Y is a surgery where they bypass your stomach altogether and create a tiny little pouch instead. Whereas the gastric sleeve is really kind of like stomach stapling where they remove 75 to 80% of your stomach and you're left with 25% or about the size of a banana. Now, you can't undo Ruin Y into anything else. But you can go from gastric sleeve to Ruin Y, which some people do because the acid reflux becomes too much of an issue for them. The acid reflux that is a side effect sometimes of the gastric sleeve surgery becomes too much for them to handle and they switch to Ruin Y to eliminate the acid reflux. So I have a friend that's had the Ruin Y surgery. She's happy. She's had her gallbladder removed, but she's happy. She's lost a lot of weight and she's getting back into walking now and she's being healthier now and everything is great for her. I have another friend who did the lap band and 
she's happy. She's cool with it. Uh, she's lost a bunch of weight. And she's doing all right. I have another friend who had the sleeve. And he's very happy. And he's lost a lot of weight. And there's positives and negatives to each of the surgeries. So all the research I did, and I went to the Mayo Clinic, and I went to Johns Hopkins. I did YouTube searches of the actual surgery to see what it looked like. And I joined these Facebook groups to see what these people's reactions were to the surgery and to the recovery of it all. And that's how I decided that I wanted to get the sleeve done because for me... It was the most practical way to lose the most weight. So I'm getting the sleeve surgery on December 3rd. And I'm very excited about it. So between the strict household, being morbidly obese for 20 years, trying every diet under the sun, doing a reality show, talking to personal trainers and nutritionists and knowing more than the average person, Having 20 years left in my life, having been just married two years ago, researching the different types of surgeries, and realizing that this is my last hope, and the lifeboat here for my salvation, this is my journey. I'm choosing the gastric sleeve, and I'm having it done on December 3rd, and that's my decision. I hope this helped in any way at all. I hope that you learned something. I hope that it helped you at least a little bit. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, give us a five-star review, and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast, or let us know what you think at mygastricsleevepodcast.com. 